Hello out there. Uh, do you remember me? I remember you. That's right, you're all nobodies. Ha, just kidding, but I'm not. Uh, Jason here. It's been a while, but we are still alive-ish and flourishing. Anyway, so for this pretty uh, decent episode, I would say, uh, we speak of the Black Monk of Pontefract. That's right. We're getting urban with it, and you're coming with us. I'm, it's a, uh, none of that's true. All, both things absolutely untrue. Um, lots of stuff's been going on. So maybe we'll catch up later. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, Mr. Kata. I hope you're listening. <laughs> Whatever your name was, Gabe something, I think. Are you dead? If you're dead, then you have a lot in common with tonight's, <laughs> tonight's topic. Okay, I'm going to go now, but I'll be back in a second via the show. by the way in a good in a good way you don't want you don't want apes you know maybe like uh monkeys are cool but apes no no thank you you know i mean aren't they the more intelligent yeah it's, yeah you want the less intelligent ones there because oh so especially if they're gonna insist on having like a sexy one like uh. they like i don't understand that bit and maybe that was charlton heston's thing uh, that he was like, I'll only do this movie if there's an ape that I could potentially fuck. Love me some gorilla tits. Love me some gorilla love. <clears throat> you know, there's this whole thing about orangutan titties. You know, that that's whatever. You toss them over their shoulder and, you know, but... That's a fried egg. It's just something about gorilla tits. Fried eggs on nails in the forest, hanging from random trees, which is terrifying. That sounds ominous. Yeah. Who would do such a thing? I don't know. Uh, orangutans? Hmm. Don't eat those eggs. They're hairy. Hmm. Hairy, hairy eggs. And plus they're nailed to trees in the forest. And you're like, fried eggs are like a real delicate kind of thing. And Wouldn't they be covered in ants? <clears throat> and uncles. Oh. Mm. Welcome. Mm. To mm. A, fr- a fried egg episode of... <laughs> See no, 
Hear no, speak no. Slapping you upside, well, both sides of your nugget mm -hmm. with them gorilla titties, coupled with the UFOs, conspiracies, and moiders. I don't know if you want to eat nuggets that have been slapped with eggs. Well, I'm not like it. Do you have the egg in your palm? Like you can just have one good slap with a fried egg, or like cause you can't like wave them around smacking shit. See, oh. I told you you can't, because then shit like that happens. That's why we can't have nice things. Well, you would want them to be cold, like frozen cold, because that's cheating. No, just cold. Oh, like. So that you're not burning your hand on with hot grease. Well, I mean, they could be Room just temperature? cooled off, I guess. Yeah. Hey, puppy dog. Room temp. Yeah, because if you if you make them cold, then the the yolk that hopefully is, you know, over medium, nice and runny, and delicious. Uh, yeah, if it's cold, then it'll congeal. You still want it to be warm enough that when you slap somebody with it, mm -hmm. the yolk bursts. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because then you can dip your toast in it. Dude, I mean. You think mm. cum is hard to get out of your hair? I Try no. getting some egg yolk in your shit. I've never gotten, uh, I mean, it seems like it would be, uh, um, so this episode, right, <laughs> um, uh, we're, we're going to ease back into this, <laughs> this whole process of fried eggs and, and chicken nuggets, and uh, I'm going to bring all of us. Especially Chris, because he's here next to me and has Gross. no way out. Because I'm at his place, and right. I ain't going nowhere. This is... Porkchop, get him! Wait, oh, that's your cat's name is Porkchop? Uh-huh. But that's Doug's dog's name. That's unacceptable. What do you mean it's unacceptable, Doug? I forbid it. Doug Funny named his dog Porkchop Man. Oh, Not Porkchop right. Man, but Porkchop. That's right. Quail Man. Quail Man and... Porkchop dude, right. I think, was their their monikers. Uh, this is an episode about the Black Monk of Pontefract. No effing way. No, totally way. Are you, uh, are you, um, do you know about it? I've heard the name. Mm. I don't, I, I can't say that I know the story. I've received some unsolicited mail from him. Um, uh, this, this, uh, quaint little story takes place in Yorkshire, the UK, England. Yorkshire. Yorkshire. A decade before the world-famous Amityville and Enfield poltergeist cases came Infield? to public... Yeah. I don't know about that one. It's, uh, it's where the, the angels are in the outfield. Get the fuck And then out in of the here. infield, it's the poltergeist. Don't you, Kevin, costume <clears throat> me, you dirty slut. If you I'm build it, about. if you build it, uh, well, then the city's going to have something to say about that. Did you get permits to do that? I don't think so. I don't care what angels told you to do what. Babe Ruth is not the law here. That's true. He's just, uh, he's famous and people like money. So, I mean, yeah. I, but, you know, you should probably uh, see us first before. There's power lines and, and there's sewers. I mean, there's zoning and, laws. Uh, you, you can't, can't just do whatever the fuck you want, willy-nilly. I mean, it's your land, I get it, and you can have a baseball field. Fine. You can't sell tickets. It cannot be a for-profit baseball field. It can't. Huh. It can't. And now you have half of the field you had to, to, to plant your stupid crops and shit. Mm. I hate it in the country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back yeah, to Philadelphia weird. where I didn't have they're to weird. deal with crops. I just had to deal with craps. Craps. People playing craps in the fields. 
with their poop. So, <laughs> so uh, a, a decade before these two other uh, pretty well-known uh, poltergeist happenings uh, came to uh, light was this one. Uh, this is uh, acknowledged as Europe's most violent haunting. Oh, is and that right? I, that's what this website says. Uh, and it took place... Still to this day? Of course, in the town of Pontefract. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't keep up with, with actual, like, documented hauntings. I just like to see short clips of them on, on the internet. That Where? way it's, it's not threatening to me. Um, <clears throat> so You get nightmares. I understand. <laughs> number 30, East Drive on the Checkerfields Estate, East Yorkshire, stood on a corner at the top of a hill close to what was once the site of the town gallows is this place. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a lawn chair or nothing? Um, it, it seems like it might be more it comfortable would have, on top of a hill. But they had the croquet set uh, set up, which was not the best thing to play on top of a hill because then you're like, my, my ball. Can somebody get my ball? And the ghosts are like, I'll fucking shove that ball straight up your stupid face, you stupid mm-hmm face fuck mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the kid's mm-hmm. like I'll go, get, I'll go get my own ball I guess well yeah that's you're always supposed to bring your own ball you douche just in case something happens to the other ball I mean fuck living here at this house number 30 uh, were uh, Jean or Jean maybe I don't know J-E-A-N is, is the Jean is the lady's name so maybe it's just Jean yeah, it's probably just Jean and Joe Pritchard and, uh, and Joe. also their son Philip, who was age fifteen, and their daughter Diane, who was age twelve. Oh, they totally <laughs> fucked up the consonant where the you know the constant consonant uh, name play there. Oh, Jean, Joe, Phil, Diane, trash, Diane. This is our <laughs> daughter Diane. She's haunted by ghosts. Do you want to say you're naked? Now you keep saying. Number 30. Does that mean there are 29 other hills with 29 other haunted houses on them, and this, number 30, is the worst and most notable? No, it's just the address. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not nearly as important. No, as it's not. It's exciting. certainly not. Right. Uh, this is the house, if you want to see. The house. Oh. Ooh, it's, it's, that's large and in charge. And ominous, even in this oh. uh, modern-day photography. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, the poltergeist that inhabits this zone of family residence mm-hmm. um, would be uh, would become to be known as uh, the Black Monk of Pontefract. Hmm. Um, this Black Monk. Uh, and I think it's more of like a, a, a monk in a black cloak okay. and not so much uh, an uh, African English monk. Or a monk of darkness. Yeah, he certainly... Well, maybe that. Maybe he's got face paint on and he's in some Evil. Norwegian fucking speed metal band. Um, Alright. <clears throat> I dig it. So it started disturbing, fucking with, in, in my own uh, air quotes, the Pritchard family in 1966 with a wide variety of uh, paranormal fuckery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So it says here uh, that uh, water pools would uh, appear, lights turning on and off again, furniture overturning, pictures being slashed, objects flying or levitating, mm. knocking sounds, objects disappearing and appearing once again. Foul smells, Word. farmyard noises, like meh. I'm guessing, mm-hmm, although mm-hmm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that Joe was fucking cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, heavy breathing sounds. That was me. 
I did that part. Um, sudden drops of temperature and a mysterious black-robed figure. That's kind of the scariest part. Like, because everything else you'd be like, oh, it's a ghost or whatever. But then you see a motherfucker in a black robe hanging out in your kitchen. Oh, yeah. So I mean, something's wrong with that. There's, there's, well, there's also something, some questions about said black robe. How clearly was this figure seen in a black robe? I mean, a lot of times people will claim to see, you know, shadow people and stuff like that. And it's basically that. It's a silhouette. You, there would, it's all black. You would very not. true. Very true. So, uh, we would need to know if there, we saw a face within the robe. Well, not necessarily a face, but what kind of, <coughs> what, what kind of detail are we talking about? You know, are, are, is it just the shape of a of a cloaked, I mean, hooded? I'm hoping that we'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if not, then Me we too. can we can make up stuff at the end. Heard that. That's the fun part of this show. Um, <laughs> well, uh, his, and his appearance uh, apparently became more and more frequent all along the watch. Kitty cats are dick holes, and we're Especially back. This one. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, if it didn't hear me before, uh, it became more frequent at the house uh, as sighting-wise. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, the local police, uh, a local MP, which I guess is a military police, right? Would, yeah. And the vicar, V-I-C-A-R. Um, it's, that's right. It is. It's a hard C. But uh, it's uh, it's not one that I placed there. That's how the word it's is. A uh, I don't, it's like a priest guy, like, that does something, maybe with a stick. V-I-C-A-R? V-I-C-A-R. Vicar. Uh, they were all witness to the extraordinary happenings which continued to plague the household, and all attempts to exercise the presence were unsuccessful and met with mockery. So n- n- not only not only is this ghost an asshole, um, and he's doing assholey things, mm-hmm. um, he also is resisting every attempt to to exercise him mm-hmm. uh, because he's fat. He's a fat fucking ghost, um, and he needs it. It's for his own good. But not only is he not going anywhere, he is then pointing and laughing at the people trying to make him leave. That's like the guy that can't be tased. Like you know? visually? It, I mean, I made up the pointing and, and, and laughing part, but it says here that... Uh, all attempts to exercise the presence were unsuccessful and met with mockery. Ah, oh, I see. Unless he means Colin Mockery, the guy from whose line is it anyway? <laughs> and that would be weird, but I, it's in line with uh, whose line, you know? I mean, maybe he just turned on the TV and it just happened to always be the right channel at the right time. That's right. That was that was that was uh, Comedy Central in the early '90s. Is Wayne Brady gonna <laughs> have to smack a bitch? I think always. <clears throat> Continue. So, the first occurrence of the poltergeist. Poltergeistist. Geistist. You know that geist means ghost, right? Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, that polter mm-hmm. means asshole? No. It doesn't. It means uh, something like a, like, a, like a trickster or something like that. Like a trickster ghost. Hmm. Because uh, poltergeists are usually uh, heard, not seen. Right, uh, right, right. Because uh, otherwise you would just have a ghost. Well, seen as in, like, their person, their their own personal yeah, form. Correct. But the things they do can be witnessed. Yeah, oh, yes, absolutely. And, like, you can see that roll the paper towels, like, get up and come over here and start smacking you in the nuts. Mm. Uh, and you'd be like, oh, no, uh, poltergeist, because you don't actually see the ghost manipulating right. that. 
And uh, poltergeist activity is also usually uh, accredited to uh, demonic forces, which is why a lot of times they don't have a physical form. It's more of just uh, a demon being a dick. Mm-hmm. So they say. And that is as per the church calling it. Yeah. But ne- never mind. I have, I've, I've had my own theories on some of these things for many years, but continue. I think it's just... I'm not going to... I think it's just swamp gas. Just swamp gas. It could be. Uh, so the events begin in August 1966 during the August bank holiday weekend. Love the bank holiday weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the family had gone on holiday to uh, Devon which is uh, a place, not a person, mm-hmm. unless it's a person and not a place, then I'm mistaken. Leaving, 15, leaving 15-year-old Philip at home with his grandmother, Sarah Scholes. Ooh. I, I bet the second that the parents were out of the house, he and his grandmother fucking gave it just the best high five and we're like, house party! Time to make some muffins. And he was like, that's not what the fuck I meant, Grandma. Jesus Christ. I'm inviting people over here to get fucked up on drugs. Special muffins. Oh, okay. Recognize. You're, you're cool. You can stay. None of your friends, right. It was the 60s. Your friends pee themselves all too much. <laughs> uh, uh, While alone in the house, Sarah felt uh, a cold gust of wind, which happens sometimes. Oh, despite the warm weather outside, oh. we must uh, remember it was August. Remember, oh. remember, it was the August bank holiday week. Was Central AC not a thing yet? Um, not in England. It wasn't still, super prevalent. It's still not there. That's why everybody smells. When Philip re-entered <laughs> the house, he, he noticed a white powder falling <laughs> from midair all around the living room onto the floor. Um, and he was like, okay, I can live with free cocaine. This is like a thing that I'm okay with. I was going to say, somebody mm-hmm. scared Grandma or somebody scared the ghost and the coke just went everywhere. Grandma farted and all of her diaper powder just went poof into the air their first assumption was that it was somehow falling from the ceiling Uh, however it had only very recently been redecorated so there shouldn't be dust and shit falling from the ceiling Mm -hmm. at this point the pair were more confused than scared so sarah went to consult her daughter marie kelly who lived just across the road when marie saw the white powder she went into the kitchen to get a cloth to clean it up and promptly slipped in a pool of water that had formed on the kitchen floor <clears throat> which means that this ghost is like a 1930s silent film comedy uh, awesome person. Like, I, I'm like... It's, yeah. It's, He's pulling fucking Three Stooges pranks it's and Bus- shit. It's Buster Keaton, but as a dead British ghost. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good stuff. <laughs> Numerous puddles of water began appearing on the kitchen floor. By now, one of the neighbors, Enid Pritchard, E-N-I-D. Uh-huh. Love it. Enid Pritchard had come... Had come round to uh, number thirty to see what the commotion was about because they were like, "What the fuck?" She's like, "The ghosts in like one through twenty-nine are fucking lame." Yeah, this is where the real fucking party is. Um, being the practical type, she immediately went and turned off the water at the stopcock. Okay. Mm. All right. Hey, cock, stop it. Mm-mm. Mm. You, Mm-mm. you shove that thing back in that water pipe. I don't like these. However, it made no difference, and the pools of water still appeared. There has to be a reason for that. Like, I, that's a, it's plumbing. It's, that's a plumbing problem. That water doesn't just... It I just don't think they call it that in this country, though. A stopcock? They have, they, I've never heard that in my life. There has to be... We were talking about your stopcock earlier. <clears throat> uh, however, it made no difference. They still appeared. Uh, she then decided to report the water leaks to the water board, who advised that they would send someone round as soon as possible. 
We're going to talk about it some more, just so you know. You shut up. You this is not over. Stop. Cock. You have not heard the last of me or my stopcock. <laughs> Later that afternoon, the man from the waterboard duly appeared. After much checking of pipes, rotting of drains, and surmising that the water may be con condensation, he went away to report the problem to his manager, and about an hour later, uh, the pools of water stopped. Hmm. I bet they did. This was only the beginning, uh, because later that That's evening, the later that evening, at around 7 p.m., Sarah was watching TV in the living room when, from the kitchen, Philip shouted, her grandmother, it's happening again. Philip. Oh no. Put the lipstick down. The, Come in here and tell me that. Like, <laughs> like you yelling to me from across the house, you fucking. The worktop in the kitchen was strewn with sugar and dry oh, tea leaves fuck. as they stared at it. The, the button on the tea dispenser went slowly in and out several times, covering the draining board in tea. This is all just softcore fucking Cinemax pornography, but mm. ghosts. Mm -hmm. um, so this happened even when the tea dispenser was completely empty, prompting Sarah to shout in desperation, Stop it! We're out of tea already! You're gonna break the <clears throat> button mechanism! She just said stop it. The other things that we put there was just for laughs. As she did so, there came a loud <laughs> crash from the hallway. They oh, slowly geez. opened the door leading to the hallway, half expecting to catch a burglar only to find it silent, dark, and empty, until both the hall light clicked on of its own accord, startling them both. Mm-mm. Grandma, I'm going to have to borrow one of your diapers if that's okay. She's right. like, I just filled the rest of mine. You can go fuck off, Phil. You can fuck <clears throat> off. Grab some towels. <clears throat> Bitch. So they slowly made their way to the foot of the stairs and saw what had made that noise. It was a plant which was usually at the foot of the stairs and now sat halfway up them. So this plant can walk and talk and can more than likely ride a tandem bike and is going to have a movie about itself this summer. It's called Plant Bike. Well, that's who peed in the kitchen. Duh. The plant pee. What is a plant pee? Plant pee but water. I thought they would pee peas. Delicious peas. Absolutely not. Hmm. As no. if this was not enough to fray the nerves Another sound rang out from the kitchen, making them jump once more. On investigation, they saw that the crockery cupboard was vibrating as though someone was trapped inside and trying to get out. That just gave me chills, because I could picture this unseen thing inside the thing that is like... And I'm like, just fucking open it or not. Just Like the little mouse in the sugar bowl and fucking, you know... Trying to start his motorcycle, yeah. Exactly. Sure. The mouse in the motorcycle. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Negative. Continue. It was a movie when we were kids. It was, it was all right, I guess. As soon as Philip snatched open the door, the vibration stopped, whilst almost immediately another loud banging noise started up somewhere else in the house. This seems very like a, like an oppressive amount of fuckery in a very short amount of time. Well, if it's just <clears throat> one poltergeist fucking with them, then... This dude is not only determined. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. No, I love it. It's the poltergeist is, mm. is playing us a, a chill song on your washing machine. He's not only very he or she or it mm. is not only very determined, but it's uh it's it's quick as fuck. It's it's way quicker and way more. What's the word I'm searching for? I don't know. It kind of goes. I'm depressed. 
Well, it would seem that yeah. way. If not, then it then it has to be multiples, and they're all just acting in accordance to right. seem like just one. But like, but like, I think that's what uh, is another uh, touchstone of uh, Poltergeist is that it's almost like the house itself is is fucking with you, where right. any part of the house, anywhere at any time, can do whatever the fuck it wants because it is everything. And that does seem strange because, you know, you can't, uh, unlike, oh, much like a, a many different things, you, humans try to put their own limitations on, on other things when they think about mm-hmm. them, you know, kind of like, kind of like personification, but in a, in a different way, I guess that there's probably a different word for it, but, um, so you can't put your own human limitations such as speed mm-hmm. and presence and, right. You know, because what if like this that. thing in whatever dimension it's from or is in is actually just able to be everywhere at once because that's how it works. I mean, <clears throat> maybe it is able to possess the house itself. I like, and... I like to think that poltergeists have like a DJ turntable in front of them and like they're switching from place to place and like I'm going to do a little scratch here. And you're like, ah, cupboards, hmm. you know. I like it. That's I like to make things cute that are actually scary. That's in my a fun head. way to think about it. Yeah, it's uh, it makes it uh, you know, easier to, to go to sleep at night, but a lot harder to stay asleep at night. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so you're bumping in your head, <clears throat> and because I have to pee so much while I'm asleep now. <laughs> so Sarah now noticed a sudden chill in the air again, and she decided to again fetch Marie Kelly, the uh, her daughter that lives across the street. Uh, and as soon as Marie stepped into the kitchen, she was confronted by the shaking crockery cupboard and the sound of the cups and plates inside rattling. Uh, Sarah then went next door to ask the neighbor, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Mountain, that's right, of the famous mountains. The very same? Mm. Do you know the ones that did the thing? No, there's, a, there's actually you. a different uh, Mr. and Mrs. Mountain. It's, it's spelled mountain, though, which is weird because you would think that you know, most people's last names come from what they they were, uh, their their jobs in society before last names were a thing, kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like Rambo uh, is more than likely uh, uh, we uh, shepherds of, of some sort. Um, but uh, but mountain, just straight up mountain, like they were mountains. Anyway, if I they don't believe you, <laughs> uh, she went Sounds to like ask, a bunch of fudgery to me. She went to ask them if they were responsible for the banging noises because they fucked like crazy all the time that doesn't say this that's my own assumption um mrs mountain looked in amazement at sarah saying and uh we thought it was you that was making all that noise like we were just moving furniture and we thought that you were banging your grandson in each other's butts we just really didn't want to call the cops Hmm. we like you guys by the time sarah returned the noises had thankfully stopped so the three of them sat discussing the unnerving events until around 9.30 uh, in the evening when Marie left, hoping it was all over for the, the, the night at least. At least. Uh, so Phil decided to go to bed, and Sarah figured a good night's sleep was also needed. I, I would be like, no, you know what? Can we sleep in the car, Grandma? Yeah, um, I'm not so sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, uh, hey, uh, uh, Aunt Mar- Marie Kelly, uh, can we maybe, like sleep on your couch crash uh, your place. did you notice anything weird here while you were here like uh, i don't want to sleep here do we have a fucking tent if we don't if we can't afford a hotel or something can like... i borrow your hunting rifle so that i can blow my brains out next time it comes out here listen i need a machete <clears throat> a machete and i need 
probably a biosensor, like a dog or something. Just give me, just give me a good old fashioned doorknob and a and a and a jogging sock. You know, that's gross. I didn't know we were taking it there. I mean, it's for swinging. I mean, if you're gonna seduce the ghost, I guess that's one way to get out of being. It's for swinging. That's what she uh, said. You son of a shut up. Um, so. After locking up and switching off the downstairs lights, Sarah went into Philip's room to wish him good night. As she did, <laughs> and good luck, a heavy chest of drawers began swaying without explanation. Fuck out of here. That was the final straw for the night. Sarah and Philip left the house and went to sleep in a neighbor's out of fear of their safety. I think that they showed balls of steel for far too long there. No doubt. It was unnecessary. Uh, they should have left sooner. Uh, if your house is trying to... I don't know, not just, like, it's not trying to actively kill you, but it's certainly, per se. it's like, hey, you're old, maybe I'll give you, like, a heart attack or something. You yeah, know? like, if it if it's not trying to run you out, then it's really just trying to fuck with you. Which and is, like, still not cool. it's not going to let me sleep. Like, that's, it, it's an insane thought to think that this thing would let them sleep. Right. So, the second phase of paranormal activity when Mr. and Mrs. Pritchard returned home from their holiday, the disturbances had stopped, and thus they concluded that the phenomena must have had some logical explanation, like uh, maybe it was that uh, asshole kid next door mm-hmm. being an asshole. Being an asshole. It happens. That's why they call him that. Um, with all his friends at the same damn time, fucking with everything in your house, completely unseen. If I have to say, hey, put that down, you son of a bitch, more than once. That's a crap. That kid. kid's not fucking coming back to my house, is what it is. Um, so, for the next two years, though, uh, they lived in the house without even the slightest sign of anything happening. Hmm. Uh, however, as abruptly as it had all ended, the poltergeist phenomena suddenly began again. This time, plaguing the family for several years. Wow. Yeah, the ghost is like, I need a nap first. Yeah, because what is time to them? Who knows? Does it mean anything at all? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't haunt me. No mo. Um, though they refused to succumb to it. No, no, no. Take it from the top. <laughs> and they, however, as abruptly as it ended, the poltergeist phenomena suddenly began again, this time plaguing the family for several years, though they refused to succumb to it and move from their home. They were like, fuck you, man. We're not going nowhere because you know what? Uh, we can't afford to. The balls. We can't afford to move, so you're stuck with us, and you're stuck with us angry and poor. I hope that you're happy. The balls. So yes. common was the paranormal activity that the poltergeist became known to the Pritchard family as Fred. Fred, the, the black monk? If you're going to name black monk, why not Fred? Alright. Unless it's Freed, which is one E, though. Fred A. So the main target of the activity during the second phase seemed to be the daughter, because the dude's a monk. Uh, Diane, who was often thrown from her bed and in one instance was dragged up the stairs by her throat by an invisible hand that left lacerations on her neck. What the fuck? That's fucking terrifying. And <laughs> fuck, man. Jesus. Um, loud, inexplicable crashing sounds were common, especially in the presence of outside company. Oh. Uh, so, right on time. So then you just don't have company, right? <laughs> like you just. No, guys, we'll go to your house for barbecue, and we're not going to do that here. Unless you guys want, like, you know, like, dangerous, violent uh, hauntings. Maybe broken glass in your food, or... Mm. 
don't know. Delicious. I would think if it's really like um, mischievous and not so much malicious, Mm -hmm. that it would be hilarious for a ghost to do things like, like, block your pee stream so it bounces back on you and shit. Oh man, it's going in my face. Oh my god. Or like every time you sneeze, it is like somehow fucking the wind blows right back in your face or some shit. Every time you sneeze, you fart out a perfect little egg. (laughs) I don't know how it would pull that off, but... How would it pull off anything else? I I mean, how does it? You didn't actually have an egg inside your butt. It's just like it bought like a little bag full of those Robin Eggs candies. And he's like, I got to do something with this. I'm a a ghost. I can't eat them. I'm going to wait till people sneeze and make them think they pooped them. Now it sounds like that weird phenomenon on in airplane, and the lady's spitting out bird eggs, and everybody's taking turns slapping her. God, that sounds like so much fun. That's good stuff, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was exciting. Objects, too, went flying around the air and crashing or dematerializing and then reappearing in a different location. Get the fuck out of you here. You get the fuck out of here, you son of a bitch. Though, on two occasions, exorcisms were attempted. Uh, they seemed only to agitate the situation. I bet. Um, he he just wants somebody to to talk to him and sympathize. Like nobody ever asked him his name. I mean, they just gave him yeah. one. Like uh, my name's not Fred. My name is Scott. Fucking dicks. I'm Scott, the Black Monk of Pontefract. How <laughs> <laughs> many brother sh- Scott? Show you motherfucker. So, after a concerned family member doused holy water throughout the home. The poltergeist responded by painting upside-down crosses on the living room walls and doors and destroying the crucifixes that decorated the Pritchard house. Wow. What did it paint them with? Right, right, right. And, like, did it go to the fucking, to the, the shed and, like, bring <laughs> paint inside and paint? <laughs> do, 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 do. Hey, guys, I used some brushes. I'm not going to clean them. No. No. Fuck you guys. No, in fact, I'm going to leave them right here on your carpet. Scott rules! <laughs> um... <laughs> The the physical manifestation of the poltergeist did not occur until quite late in the haunting. Uh, The figure first appeared to Joe and Jean while they were laying in bed. Because, as we all know, ghosts is freaks, man. I mean, the only other place you're more vulnerable than that is when you're pooping. And you can't get both of them at the same time that way, hopefully. I've passed out on the toilet. With someone else? I mean, like also house. pooping? No. Okay, that's what I'm saying. You can't double deck it. That's true. Um, <laughs> mm. No, shut it. Uh, the two allegedly saw a black cloaked figure hovering over their bed, what? but it soon dissipated. Uh, on a few subsequent occasions, other members of the family, as well as visitors, reported seeing a figure that looked like a monk, though no one ever glimpsed a face underneath the robes. So you just see in black robes. That's kind of freaky. Right. Uh, shortly after the physical manifestations of the monk appeared, the haunting abruptly ceased, never to recur again. Which is weird because now it says, the reoccurrence of the poltergeist. <laughs> oh my goodness. He went on vacation <clears throat> or something. He had to go, <clears throat> I don't know, get his balls waxed. The author Tom Cuniff later identified the poltergeist as a 16th century monk who was hung for the rape and murder of a girl during the reign of Henry VIII. I am Henry VIII, I am, I am. Just when I was about to uh, <clears throat> make mention of how none of it seemed sexual. I got married to a widow next door, then I hung a monk for rape. 
He did choke that little girl, though. Everyone knows it's a Henry. Henry! Um, ever since, the poltergeist has been known as the Black Monk of Pontefract. Intriguingly, the Pritchard's house was said to have been built next to the site of the town's gallows. I mean, that's not that intriguing once we know that it's been haunted for years and years and years. Anyway, the events that occurred in the house have been recreated in uh, a horror film, When the Lights Went Out. Uh, it's a, oh. it's about that thing. It, oh, oh, the film's yeah. name is When yeah, the yeah. Lights Went Out. Okay. Um, Gene Pritchard was Holden's aunt, and he witnessed many of the incidents firsthand. Oh, that's cool. So the, the, a guy made a movie about the house who actually saw shit happen in the house. Noise. Yeah, indeed. Um, <clears throat> however, as the film about the haunting hit cinemas and public interest in the haunting rose, sparking numerous visitors to the house, locals say that the black monk of Pontefract is beginning to stir again. Oh. That's right. Current next-door neighbor, Carol Fieldhouse. Say, these people's last names is dumb. I'm sorry. That, she didn't say that. I said that. They go way back, you know. Um, said things started to take a sinister turn shortly after the film was released. Uh, Carol oh, didn't. No, he did. Carol didn't know the former owner, Philip Pritchard, had just sold the long empty property to the film's producer, Bill Bungay. Nope, I'm done. B B I L, just that, just B I L. There's just one L, and then B U N G A Y, Bungay. Bill Bungay. In a newspaper yeah. interview, yeah. Carol said that she had seen Philip tidying up the front garden. Uh, she says, I went out and asked him if he'd sold it to uh, one of his nephews. I thought it must have been one of them because I knew they were deaf and I'd heard the telly blasting out all night. Oh. Hmm. He said, there's no TV in there. It's empty. Noise. And then he turned pale and said, God, it's started again. I haven't seen him since. But they were getting kicked off Star Search. Is there a ethereal... Yeah, it's like... Uh, I, I, I fan? I heard a gong. I heard a gong, and then I heard people cheering after the gong. Um, and then I heard, you're fired. You're fired. And I'm like, this this ghost has got it going on. He's he's all about the now. He's and then I heard Sachet Chante, which made me wonder, what the hell show has fucking... God damn it, now I can't think of their names. I'm what is drawing Sashay's? a total blank. Ooh, look, this is supposedly... RuPaul. This is so, supposedly Fuck. a picture of the Black Monk of Pontefract. Get out of here, that's a woman. It is, probably. It says, a ghost hunter has revealed a terrifying picture captured in a house thought to be the site of the most violent poltergeist haunting in Britain. The image appears to show the ghostly shape of the infamous Black Monk peering out of a mirror. Do we know what a house is or don't we? Pete Bolton and Rob Hughes of Ghost Inspectors Spelled G-H-O-S-T-N-S-P-E-C-T-O-R-S. Ghosts and Specters. Ghost, in Ghost Inspectors Paranormal Group. they kind of clever. Uh, visited uh, 30 East Drive in Pontefract, West Yorkshire, in June to investigate. And that is in, that's a, a reflection there. Um, now, if it was spelled N-S-P-E-C-T-R-E. They would be inside the Specters. Right. I get it. I get it. I do. Like kind of like mac and cheese, ghost inspectors. I, okay. All right. Same we, thing. Same thing. I I just know that we're Same gonna we're, we're gonna name our our ghost inspecting uh, company uh, uh, boob inspectors, federal boob inspectors, the FBI. The FBI. We're here. To, we're here to hunt your ghosts, ma'am. <laughs> Show us them titties. 
and your boobies. Uh, so the house is one of Britain's most notorious blah blah blahs that, as we just spoke of, mm-hmm, uh, Bolton's mm-hmm, picture mm-hmm. of the hallway shows a mirror with what appears to be a face staring out of it, with either black hair around it or a black hooded robe, though there was no one near him at the time. Um, so he says. Well, yeah, it's because you got to take all this stuff with a, a, a grain of a grain of salt, you know, because um, salt makes everything taste better. It really does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really does. Everything is flat without salt. Mm. And that's not to say bland, but literally. Yeah. All right. I'm turning my culinary off. This is not what this show is about. It's not. Damn you, Jason. Mm-mm. Most saw what I did, he says. Uh, with pareidolia, people usually see different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why you can't really dismiss stuff uh, uh, usually. But not this one, as everyone saw the same thing. Mm. Which, they, that does make sense, because... Looking at that picture, although I was told by the title of this Huffington Post article that it was a picture supposedly of the Black Monk of Pontefract, so that was already in my head kind as I filter. see the picture. Mm-hmm. If I would have just been handed that, who's to say what I my brain would have said I, I saw, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Testicles. Probably nuts, yeah. That's what I usually see when I close my eyes. Did my- you know you can now get fucking Botox on your testicles? Why? Pretty nuts, huh? That's dumb. What you just said was dumb, and I hate it. I'm going to... (laughs) That's why you keep hanging out with me. I was going to say I was going to cut that from the show, but then I was... My brain was like, no, just stop after the word cut. Because I... I, I Just just cut you. I'm just going to cut you. you In ways that no one else can, (sighs) and vice versa. You know? Uh, I wouldn't say, like, anyone or no one. I would say more like uh, most people. Kind of like, hmm. you know how they say frenemies, but we're not actually enemies, so it would be like, mm-hmm. like, um, fremesis? Fremesis. Frendices. Parentheses. Chilling monk of Pontefract who terrorized a family by smashing eggs and eating buddies. Butties? What's a buddy? B U T T I E S? the fuck is that some weird british food uh who the hell knows supposedly carried out its mischievous poltergeist ways on a family in yorkshire by smashing eggs and leaving teeth marks in their food <laughs> oh, i bet you won't eat that now who's biting my butties that's got black month pontefract teeth marks now in it. see if mm. they if they really wanted to you know i guess this was <laughs> no wait this was later <laughs> years right uh yes and no so and yes though they should have taken those buddies to be analyzed. What if what if he left? Yeah. Fucking. I mean ghost D- DNA or saliva. Yeah. yeah. Or he's just coming all over everything and you don't even know it because you're not testing it for DNA. Oh my goodness. But like everything in your house is covered in ghost cum. What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't eat that. Slapping everything out of their hands. Just. A, don't eat that. I said. <laughs> just a whole jizz museum. Hmm. Fucking fucking hell, man! Paranormal stuff is weird. You know what they say, like when you when you have to tent and bomb your house. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Poltergist. Ah, one time Pat recalled the poltergist is said to have chucked eggs around the room despite people sitting on the box. I'm not. Um. I'm not familiar with the nomenclature in use here. I'm really not, because that, that, that sounds like 
people are sitting on a box full of eggs and somehow mm-hmm. it's still retrieving right. them from said box. He said, and these eggs started flying in from the kitchen into the living room where they were where they were, and smashing on the floor. Each time that happened, they looked in the box and there was another egg missing. Okay, so maybe they were sitting on the box. The fuck? Who puts their box eggs in a box that you can fucking sit on? I'm so confused with this uh, this, this this cultural freakishness. Mm. I'm, I mean, if anybody uh, out there from the good old U of K can uh, explain that shit to us, what the fuck are you sitting on a box of eggs for? To hatch like, them? What's the deal? I think they're maybe hatching them. What's the deal, pickles? Holy shit! You can take a you can take a tour of the the Pontefract home. Cool. Um, let's see, because here's uh, Thirty East Drive, the Black Monk of Pontefract. It's closed right now. Um, I think it's because of COVID. Ooh. But it's not though, because it's uh, there's a let's see overview. Let's see. All right, it opens at nine a.m. Everybody, get your uh, your ghost beaten sticks ready. It, uh, it's closed on Saturday and Sunday, unfortunately, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. every other day of the week, nine to four, nine a.m. to four p.m. Well, that's because um, people are lazy. But uh, here's some more pictures of it. Look at those people. <laughs> Look at these douchebags. Wait, is that guy wearing? That's not. He's not wearing a saint's hat, is he? I would like to see that picture. That's tough. It it kind of looks like uh, maybe it's an airplane. Okay. Let's see. Um, Okay, it's an upside down cross. No, that's good. You go into the house with with an upside down cross. I like how they're all tactically dressed like cops. Right. For for a ghost? Like as if anything in those pockets is going to help them. I think that maybe. jogging and not eating cake would help them more <laughs> but we got these uh carabiners here you guys can fuck off with that shit oh there's creepy dolls in the house they're, nice they're rated to at least 300 Ooh. ghost pounds that looks like a comfy bed Ooh, you could totally do stuff behind that oh there's a tv and wow these pictures are going by real fast anyway uh so that is okay. that is the story the tale if you will of I mean, the black monk of pontefract I feel like uh, I, I feel like somewhere there are more detailed reports. Like, yeah, I kind of I, ju- I kind of just brought a summary here because, um, I mean, we didn't understand half the stuff the British people said in the summary. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just curious. Like, what? Like, I know it's it was talking about the time frames and mm-hmm. how it went away for a couple of years mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know this kind of thing. Well, yeah. So they had the the first night, which I think we had the a pretty decent retelling of with the uh, the grandmother and Phil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, subsequently, the, the aunt across the street and the neighbors next door and, and everybody kind of uh, experiencing at least some some bit of, of the haunting or the, the, the capability of the haunter. Right. So if one's crazy, they're all fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the... Uh, when it came back that would have actually been kind of cool to to get a little bit more in depth with because especially the, well sure dragging the the daughter up the stairs by the neck leaving lacerations and shit like that and it's um i mean photo evidence anything like you yeah I, a, a lot of the stuff that was was coming up when I, I i was doing my search for it is more uh touristy types of stuff uh-huh. uh 
you know, because it is, <laughs> it's a tourist trap, it seems. Of course. Um, although. Like, like the plantations around here and shit. Uh, uh, plantations can, can have some, some pretty dark uh, mojo still floating oh, no around. No doubt. No doubt. My, my mom has a famous story that she told. My mom doesn't believe in ghosts and shit like that. But uh, one day she, she was a, she was definitely a groupie of plantation homes because they're these big, opulent, beautiful places that terrible fucking inexcusable shit happened yes mm-hmm. but there's still the the architecture and and the, the you know it's yeah. they're still super fucking cool to see um so she when she was younger she would go to as many as she could and <clears throat> she went to the myrtles plantation which is a pretty famed to be uh a, you know a little spookadoos mm-hmm. and uh she had made mention of a missing doorknob on the tour that uh, that puzzled the, the, the tour guide. Uh, and then when they go outside, uh, directly after, the doorknob is laying in the, uh, you know, the gravel driveway, uh, completely unscathed, you know, everything. It's just sitting there. Curious. And it was not there when they walked into the house not a minute before. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and so that's her big famous uh, maybe story, you know? I mean, I've I've been tapped on the shoulder and I had my name called and been whistled at and all kinds of shit. When that's just because you sexy, man. Nobody just walking around. down the street and everybody's like, ooh, look at that, Chris. Yeah, I was not on drugs at the time, at any of those times. I, I have, I have uh, things that could be maybe, uh, but they the two th- times that I have these thoughts... Uh, happen are are when I was a, a young young child and also when I'm I'm waking up from a very deep sleep and mm-hmm. I'm in that that fugue state mm-hmm. uh, and not of something sitting on my chest or it wasn't sleep paralysis it was just a thing that happened that I'm thinking that I'm totally fucking experiencing and then I snap out of it I'm like what the fuck are you doing that's a ghost and then it goes away hmm. but like I it, the one I can still vividly remember, I was uh, sleeping in my mom's bed for some reason. I did that all the time, you know, back and forth from, from our room to, to her bed and stuff like that. Just, you know, maybe three or four years old. And uh, she used to have this exercise bike next to her bed uh, on the side that I was sleeping on. And I woke up and I looked over and uh, there was this kind of uh, ethereal ethereal looking like a... Like a almost like a baby in old timey fucking like baby swaddling clothes, like the white cap, white, uh, you know, clothes or whatever. But it was like, it was floating in water is kind of how it looked like Interesting. the, like the clothes were flowy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I like not thinking was reaching out to kind of touch it and then noticed what I was doing and pulled my arm back in sheets over my head and it was gone. And that's, Kind of the weirdest that it ever got. And That's pretty weird. Never had anything else ever happen in my house ever. I'm thinking it was probably just my imagination or dream leaking in kind of thing, you know? It could be. Yeah. So. Uh, I definitely had dreams leak into reality and they were, it was very, very fucking weird to feel like you're fully awake, but something mm-hmm. is happening that you know can't be fucking real. Mm-hmm. 
in my case, it was fucked up. It was one of my one of my scariest reoccurring dreams, and it was a weird three part dream. And all three parts were completely different. But without <laughs> explaining the whole thing, yeah. the final part was, um, and I'm sure you could analyze these as being a a a, a kid yeah. and anxiety and fucking mm-hmm. craziness. But um, so the final part was. Yeah, you know you've seen those those pictures of the water level, like the camera right at the water level, looking at the glacier that's only a tip, and, yeah. and it's fucking mountain, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So it was like that, but it was a it was a rock like that, but I was holding it. I was literally holding it up <laughs> with both of my hands, mm-hmm. and I wake up out of bed, out of the, the having this dream. I wake up out of bed with my arms still raised to go pee, and I walk all the way to the bathroom. <laughs> And and trying Think, to hold this thing and trying pee. to hold the rock. Yes, yes and I walked it all the way back to the fucking bedroom, scared as hell that I'm gonna drop this thing and it's gonna crush all of existence because it's massive. And uh, but I was able to pee and that was well, cool. Well, thank you for not dropping that rock on all of yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, welcome. That's, that's very cool of you. You're all welcome. Mm-mm. You're all welcome to now. If you each want to thank us individually or thank me individually, mm. you can email us at uh, snhnsnpod at gmail.com. That's right. I forget about that. You know what else we always forget to do? Uh, I'm Jason Rambo. Oh. And he's Chris Trismegistus, the Barrios, the Titties, and the Eggs. That's right. Dot com. The third. Recognize. Slash orangutans. Bitch. And you are nobodies who have just listened to another episode of ghostliness and a humor on see no hear no speak no don't be offended he's just like that we're all nobodies to him because he's a dick uh but he does enjoy hearing about the ufos conspiracies and murders and i like talking about it so you know that's where we're at that's where we at you guys are right and um, happy- you talk to us more though, you bunch yeah. of buttheads. Well, you know, we've been uh, we've been absent for a bit. I, I, you have uh, the internet hasn't. I know, but you have early, uh, you know, old man timings uh, for your your sleepings and such. And I'm now uh, a person that is up uh, the entire evenings, but not much of the days because of work. And that doesn't mean these butter nuggets can't. They they know these things, and they also any time of the day from any country they, they also live in. feel kind of betrayed that we haven't been around. I think you know. Well, then they should tell us that. Well, they so that they we should can give them a colorful response. They should say something to us about it because guess what, motherfuckers? I got a third fucking kid coming my way. Oh my god! And life is already stressful. <laughs> this show has literally run from the time he was childless, from the time I was girlfriendless, all the way up. And now we're working on number three, and um, I'm just gonna cut my dick off. Yeah, or feed it to dogs or something, so mm. it can't come back and haunt me. Like, Yet he won't go for, uh, you know, an actual... No, I mean, I will. You know, normal neutering, which is I so will, much less invasive. But, I mean, while they're in taking the baby out, they might as well just go snip-snip on her, right? And then me and the doctor high-five behind her back, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Eh, there mm-hmm. are other things involved. We'll, we'll talk mm-hmm. about that later. Yeah. Anyway, screw you guys. I'm going to bed. My alarm goes off at 4 a.m. Countdown. Three, two, dos, and a one.
Adios, muchachos, and, and buenos nachos. Welcome to, all. to another episode. <laughs> I will destroy everyone. Children of the night, go out into the night and be children. That's what you're for. That's what we made you for. Go do it. Bye. Oh, I'm going to talk about that one of these times. That's going to be an episode. Well, I'm going to turn this off before you tell them all and they steal it and do it their own podcast. You, know, you bunch of hookers. Goodbye. Thank you.